up, you guys? You are tuned in and watching the Say It Ain't So Candid Moments with your girl, Miss Jody Breezy. This is going to be an amazing experience that we're going to talk about love. And we're also going to talk about just life in general and dealing with relationships. Um, and it's going to be Saturday nights, midnight on IG. Um, that song that you were hearing in the background, the theme song of today would be um, from the actual um, episodes of Star. Uh, the song is called I Bring Me. Um, it's on Spotify um, if you would like to listen to it. And I believe um, iTunes has it as well. So this first episode, like I said, of Say It Ain't So with your girl, Miss Jody Breezy. We're going to be talking about love and we're going to be talking about life in relationships um, as your health coach um, certified uh, mental health specialist um, I feel it's important in 2020 to talk about these things um, I know COVID is going on right now I know the Black Lives Matters movement is going on um, right now as well and we um, reconciliation is a big big thing with me right now uh, reconciliation is a word I like to use um, to talk about um, bridging the gap and mending relationships. Um, and through that process of reconciliation over the past five years, this is my personal experience, over the past five years, I have learned that emotional intelligence in a relationship is one of the key things that a lot of people don't pay attention to. And they use words uh, within the notion of hurting that person and not really understanding what they're speaking in the moment um, or using text messages, different type of um, communication skills that necessarily affect the relationship. And that's a play when re reconciliation comes in. But I'm just take, I, I just like to go from, okay, let's figure out uh, the problem is, okay, I'm reconciling with you, but what actually happened? Are you processing what actually happened? And so emotional intelligence will let you reflect and you will get a better understanding of um, how to problem solve and conflict resolute yourself in the future. Um, the thing has already happened, so we're going to move forward, right? But we're going to be better and we're going to grow. And that's what this is all about, being better and growing. And so, um, you know, one of the main parts we're going to talk about, there are three points that we're going to talk about, is the basic needs. Um, a lot of you that will probably be on uh, my podcast on Miss Jody Breezy FM, um, you guys will probably not be able to see the basic needs graph. But you can go on my IG at Miss Jody Breezy and see this graphic that I'm talking about. And um, basically with this, you also need that basic need. But one thing I want you guys to pay attention to, there are silent killers in a relationship that you may not be aware of and so we're going to address those issues as well and you may be asking yourself brianna we're talking about these basic needs and we're talking about these silent killers so miss shuddy breezy tell me exactly how do i do this well i can do this but how do i do it well and how do i do it effective and so we're going to talk about that as well. So we're going to just go ahead and start off with the basic needs. Every day, I've been working with um, a couple of my clients 
as well as um, working on personal as well. It's very important that you understand personal from business, but working with my clients, I've noticed that um, I'm in my 30s, so we're still gaining a lot of knowledge. Even though I am knowledgeable, we're still gaining a lot of knowledge. What we have to focus on is every morning when you wake up, there are basic needs when you open your eyes. Of course, the first thing I do, because I'm spiritual, I pray. Before I, my feet even touch the ground, I say, thank you, Lord. I don't know if anybody else does that, but that's what I do. You know what I'm saying? Um, I may say that out loud, and I may say that in my thoughts. But that is the first thought that comes to mind. I'm here today. I'm ready to be effective. But for sure, that main thing that you have to do for yourself, the number one thing, you have to provide yourself with affirmations affirmations for self whether it's listening to a song to motivate you whether it's reading reading your bible reading a devotional reading a health healthy thoughts motivational book whatever that is looking at yourself in the mirror and saying today i'm going to be great today i'm going to challenge myself to grow what you want to do is provide and say this is me I am beautiful. Whatever your affirmation of the day is, you focus on that one word and you try to execute that one word throughout the whole day. But affirming yourself in the morning will build you up throughout the day, throughout your journey. We always talk about JB Life, my network. And to understand that, you have to understand. It's a network of people that understand that journey's blessings is not something that we take lightly. We take into consideration that with every step we take, we have to affirm ourselves and we have to grow and we have to build. Whether it's building people or within ourselves, we have to affirm. And along the lines of that, you know, you wanna make sure that you have a positive attitude and you wanna deliver that across. You may think that you're positive, but your actions and your your intentions and how you move may not be as positive as you think. You have the consideration of what's positive. So you may ask Brianna, what's positive? Well, you know, let's just start off with one thing. You may have a significant other and you know, the first thing you guys do in the morning is just get to what whatever task or take care of the children or whatever you have to do to get your day started. But your positive attitude is, it's a great day. You have a good day. Thank you. Oh, wow. That's so wonderful that you woke up to me with that good smelling breath. I really appreciate it. Just being funny. But, you know, you want to be able to do that um, and just conduct that positive attitude with all the things going on. I have really been pushing that incentive for my clients as well as for myself positivity goes a long way you act it you think it and you do it you know that's what you have to do and um, another thing that we're going to talk about is focusing on the inner beauty a lot of people like to look at the outer beauty of people uh, celebrities or things of that nature and say oh my gosh she's just so beautiful but she has a nasty attitude and so you really think about that when someone makes a statement like that you're like okay yes yeah, she is pretty like why are you making that statement like she's pretty but they're talking about the inner beauty of that person. She is not beautiful if she does not have herself together. Brianna, what do you mean by um, 
inner beauty, Miss Jody Rizzi. What do you mean by that? And I may say, for instance, you know, what I mean by that is, do you does that person take a self check every morning? Seriously, you have to really think about this, you guys. Your focus is it together? Is your mental okay? You know, to be effective for people and to make your light shine. You know, ever since I was little, that was one thing. I, I'm just speaking on personal here. That was one thing that everyone could say. There was a, a light in me or, or, I'm talking spiritual again, or, or as a child that it brought my inner beauty out, you know? And people say, you were such a beautiful little girl and you did such a well job. They raised you so well. Like, oh, your inner beauty is just so beautiful. You're just such a beautiful person. You get all these compliments and you really start thinking like, like but these are foundational skills that were, you know, brought up in my childhood. And a lot of people don't think and uh, carry that into their adulthood. So just, just be, cautious of those things um when talking about inner beauty and then the um the far the fourth point <laughs> this one can be difficult okay so bear warning when i say this i understand what you're talking about okay you know just take a minute and just think about what i'm saying here okay number four don't try to control a real relationship with people male or female do not try to control your real relationships with people i'm not talking about um a manager a boss and a, and a worker i'm talking about people that you care about and that you love do not try to control your relationship control how they think they walk they act i think you should do this or say these little comments to control the matter at hand that is not it causes chaos it causes other things that cannot be within you know your realm of affirmations positivity and inner beauty we're just we're just going down the list and the fifth thing that you want to be able to make sure that you have emotional intelligence intelligence is something that you um that you gain from knowledge right and so emotionally is it a mo it's a feeling so with my feeling that i gain from knowledge what is my source okay we're gonna get deep here my source fifth the fifth point seek and higher power i do not care for or i would necessarily i i do not know your religion if you're listening to this but let's just go ahead and put that out here like this god the creator is my source okay i am a christian I do have the Christian background beliefs and the Baptist beliefs and some people don't understand. You know, they ask me, well, you know, you've been a Christian all your life. Tell me why. I'm going to say it like this. My personal belief, it's really none of your business. <laughs> so, you know, that's just something I say, you know, because I have a relationship with my higher power and I feel as though sometimes the enemy tries to sneak in and tries to know my strategic strategy as to what I believe in and tries to question that. But I got him one up, 
you know, when it comes to that, you know, I politely say, that's none of your business, but you know, I do believe in God. And so when I say that, when you seek a higher power, whether that's God and you believe in Jesus, you seek him for, you know, motive and intention and help to help you along your earthly journey. And you do seek God for that. You seek a higher power. You speak with that higher power in your small quiet voice in your quiet place and get to a level that's an understanding for you as to i need help on this journey would you mind sending resources or sending um things that can implement what is good um and we're always going to talk about what is good because we everybody knows what's bad but really people aren't effectively using or uh articulating the good out of the situationships, out of the, in your relationships is what I'm saying. Out of, what is the good out of this? What am I learning from this situation? I always look at the, I always look at the negative and say, you know, okay, that happened. That situation happened. Oh, I shouldn't do that. But what was the good that came out of it? Oh, okay. Now I understand that this is not what I want out of a certain person, or this is not the relationship as a family member. I am not going to take your relationship with me. We're not going to get on that level anymore. So, you know, you just really have to think about those things and say I'm gonna go ahead and move forward you know you you know you may ask how do I do this so as an adult part two as an adult men and women need these things okay they need a person to be able to um, not you know to not minimize them as a person. And what I mean by that, you guys, is sometimes, you know, speaking with some of my clients, we don't take, these are people in, in different places, but we necessarily, speak, speaking in regards to my clients, they necessarily don't take in consideration because of the things that they do, because these are people that are affluent and they have things and they've acquired things and they just need somebody to talk to to get on that level, whether it's business and, and they understand that I'm a mental health specialist. So they understand that I can get on that level with them. It is, don't minimize a person because a lot of people may be going through a lot of things and you may not know their battle and they may not express that with you. And so you have to be take take things in consideration and never minimize a person. But... If you get to a point where you're both minimizing each other, that's completely toxic. And we don't want that for you. So that is a red flag and a silent killer where we want you to recognize. Number two of my point of silent killers. Being unattentive. If when you started a relationship with someone, okay, we can take this to childhood or we can take this to your adult life. You started a relationship, it was always love, 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 hugs, 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 hugs. In a relationship as an adult, you kiss, you hug, you do all the little affectionate things, sensual affectionate things, and then those things stop, that's being unattentive. Or um, say, for instance, a mother and a child having a relationship. In the beginning, the child loves the mother and they come and they hug the mother and then you start going through trauma in the household and things are happening and that affectionate piece 
is missing. That is also a thing about being unattentive to your children, unattentive to your spouse, unattentive to your relationships as a single adult person. Those things can be silent killers. So just please be aware of what is going on around you and your situations. And then the third point. That person is speaking negative all the time. If you notice that whoever you're around, whether it's a relationship, family, or whatever, you notice that person speaks negative all the time. And you address that issue with them. Hey, you're just too negative for me. You know, I'm going to get on you guys' level. You're just too nasty. You're nice nasty. You say I compliment me and you say a nasty thing. You're nice nasty. You know, those people are very funny to me because I will address them and say, hey, you're really nice nasty with a little smirk. And they're like, what do you mean I'm nice nasty? You're nice, but you're nasty. You're dirty. You're filthy because you talk so negative. Like, what is wrong with you, negative Nancy? I know everybody's doing um, Linda something, whatever that thing in regards to Black Lives Matters, but... Um, we have to take in consideration of, 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 of the negativity. And the third point that I do have is that person will not seek help or professional resources to, to get help. A lot of people are unaware of what they're emotionally battling with and they think that they're fine. Uh, a lot of our black men are super depressed. And they have not addressed those issues. And I'm not talking about medication, you guys. I know a lot of people um, really need medication. Um, I'm an advocate for it to a certain point. Um, I don't think that it should become a codependency. I believe that it will help you. Um, small doses. Um, I, like I said, I'm not a doctor. I cannot diagnose you with anything. Therefore, cannot um, prescribe you anything. But I am a therapist. And my deal is to help you cope. To deal with your life skills. And give you tools. And provide you with resources to better your life. That's what it's about. And I feel as though not seeking help or providing resources is just not putting you in the correct state of mind to be a, be a whole person. And let's just be real about that. People are out here incomplete and seeking attention and seeking this and seeking this from other people and getting into relationships where they're not completely healed nor are they completely whole. They present this platter to you. Oh my God, the meal looks delicious. Oh my God. But when you put that fork in that mug, that thing is uncooked. And so that's what I'm talking about, ladies and gentlemen. Not seeking help or resources. I'm just giving you a real life ABC kindergarten turn, you know? And another thing, this is a big one. This is the most biggest one. And I'm going to tell you from personal experience between my 21 to 24 um, age around that time period in my personal life, manipulation exists. <laughs> it existed in my life, whether it was me or whether it was that other person or whether it was a family member, it was a lot of manipulation going on. So from a standpoint, I can understand what manipulation is. Um, and you, and when you use it, so like I'm saying guys negatively and manipulation can be very 
toxic and it can be very damaging so I'm just I want you guys to do your homework and to understand for your own personal pinpoint write this word down manipulation and I want you to put by it what does manipulation mean to me and how do I see it and how can I change my manipulation ways or is there someone in my life that per that pushes manipulation onto me? And if you do have that in your life, please talk to that person. Try to fix that. If that person continues to be manipulative, it's time for you to exit that relationship. Whether that's a family member, whether that's a lover, whether that's a friend. Okay, so the, that's another one. And my um, last point of silent killers is... Um, people can disregard, disregard, disregard you in general as a person. Oh, whatever. She's that way because she is that way. Or, oh, whatever. Um, I'm not going to talk to that person because I heard such and such and such and such about her or him. Disregarding the fact of really getting to know that person, disregarding the fact that that person is really working on themselves, that person is really not that same person that they were with such and such. And so disregarding them as a person, as a human being, disregarding maybe an ultimately amazing friendship or, or disregarding that your friendship with your family member, um, disregarding their dreams, their aspirations, their development and overall. People, I'm talking about some real issues, okay? And we are, as a people, as a whole, I'm not even, I'm talking about the black community, but as a whole, we are completely disregarding these things. And these are everyday life things that I wanted to talk to you guys about in regards to emotional intelligence. Okay, so we're going to move forward. Well, Brianna, really, I understand what you're saying. I understand that I have basic needs. I understand that there are silent killers. I understand that I want to do this well. But how do I actually physically, mentally do this? Okay, let's start by this. Take 15 minutes in the morning on your lunch break from your social media searching. Um, you know, I'm being honest with you. Before you go to sleep, whatever. This, this tool, you guys, I have practiced it. And I have given it to people for people to practice. It is effective. Okay. This is where you start. Then you build wherever you take your hour or whatever. Taking an hour from for starting for some people is just too much because people don't have. Let, let's just be real. I'm, I'm being so honest with so much technology going on and so many things going on. People don't have an hour anymore. Um, I say that because time is very precious. You cannot say you can control time, okay? Time will go on and it will pass you by and you'd be like, what the hell? Where, what? I'm, I'm just speaking. Cool. What the hell and what the hell happened? And you wouldn't even know. So let's work on this for 15 minutes. No phones. And, you know, what you need to do is get you a pen and paper. Grab that pen and paper. Start with, how am I feeling today? Have I... Looked at my chart of basic needs. There's a, there is a, I believe it's Harlow's Hercules. Um, I may be saying that wrong, but it's a pyramid that we learned. And I'm, I'm relating back to my communication um, class. Shout out to my professor, Professor Fry. Um, 
it's a pyramid that we learned for the communication of overall communication and barriers and how do I communicate effectively. And it's a communication class that I took um, in college to help me with my journey as being a journalist. And it was very, very, I wrote an amazing paper, you guys. I got, that was my first A I got in college, amazing paper. And I actually had a discussion with my professor about the paper because I was completely shocked and was like, did I do that well of a, yeah, I was questioning, did I do that well of a job? He said, yeah. You, it was very enlightened and very, very different from what I've read ever before. And I got an A and I, I went to go ask my, I'm, I'm that type of student. Um, so like I said, I'm a student of life and I just want to help you guys provide you with tools um, in regards to what you can do to go ahead and get started. Um, and so that's how you get started. I also wanted to touch on some points with you guys that you can that you can journal down um, when you're when you're writing when you're taking your 15 minute with no phone and you have your pen and paper. Here's some things. Um, you, of course, the number one thing is how am I feeling today? That's the number one thing. Um, write down how you're feeling. You can journal this. This is something that you can keep in a journal. It's an awesome tool to have is, is to have a journal. But if you just have a sheet of paper or a sticky note, deal. Deal with it. You got 15 minutes. That's what you got. You got. If you got a napkin at, at the coffee shop, you got 15 minutes to stop drinking a little coffee for a minute, reflect, get in your car, drive to work. Whatever you got to do. Um, you know, provide yourself with um, affirmations. That, remember, we had already talked about that for self. And... Look at, you know, what am I going to do for recreation fulfillment? Whether that's walk today, whether that's get up and not walk to the, that side of the vending machine, but take a long 15-minute walk. Yeah, I'm one of those uh, workers as well, you guys. But take a 15-minute walk and really, um, <laughs> and really just <laughs> do some type of recreational, get the body moving, uh, you know. I personally drink my cup of coffee outside. That's what I like to do. I want to smell the air in the morning. I want to feel warm, hot coffee. People may not like coffee, but feeling coffee to, it's my sense of wake up. You know, hey, we're going to start the day. Uh, so go ahead and start that recreation fulfillment. And also, you're going to put on your paper domestic support. Brianna, what do you mean by domestic support? Okay, I'm talking about who's in your circle that's going to domestically not internationally. I'm talking about real close to you. Domestic spouse, domestic family, domestic friend. That's going to 100%. I say 100%, you guys. Not 75, not 50, not 25. I'm going to give that person 25 in my... Are you serious? Like, my phone don't even... I need my phone on 100%. You know what I do, you guys. I got to have this phone charged at 100%. Every two hours, I check my phone to make sure it's at... not. It's it's getting... It's at 100% or, oh, I need to charge it. Yeah, you got to plug it in. You have to understand your plug-ins. Okay? Let's just, let's just be real with this. And then the other thing, you're going to write down unconditional love. A, do I unconditionally love myself, you guys? Let's start with that first. Do I love myself? Do I seriously look in the mirror and say, dang, I love you. I pause because I literally say that in the morning and I pause because I tell my people to say that look yourself in the mirror and say I love you it's very simple 
You have to understand that that is something that you have to do every morning um, or whatever you take your 15 minute. Okay. Then also acceptance. Um, and I can take this as working with children. A lot of children want to be accepted. Oh, this is a just, I'm just going to go ahead and say I was working with my cousin on, um, just kind of some development cause he wants to do the YouTube. You know, my family is really cool. You guys, they have me to talk to their children to help them process their talents and their gifts. You know, a lot of people have got to understand my family is so cool when it comes to that. And so I may sit down with little cousins that are really small. They're like, like, Oh, they want to do this, but we don't know how to do that. We know you in the media and you can figure out no problem I got you so sitting down with him he says and I quote I don't know if I want to sing in front of people because people be making fun of me what <laughs> that's what I said I can talk to him like that so that's what I said what did you just say I was like are you not confident with it no I don't think I'm confident okay keep in mind you guys this is an eight-year-old so I can he's very intelligent he, he gets it emotionally and I say you know are you trying to uh, be validated and be accepted yeah because people they make fun of me and and I had to tell him acceptance first starts with you you have to accept okay I'm very talented and I can sing very well um, he can sing very well smart little boy and he, and he can sing very well and everybody every adult that sing that loves the way he sounds and he's a kid so he he hadn't got that deep voice yet but you know acceptance we accept you your family accepts you that's all that that really matters right now we try to get him to understand that the outside world may never understand you um and that is that is a realistic statement you guys the outside world may never understand you that's okay but what you have got to realize and understand you have got to accept yourself you have got to accept your mistakes. You have got to accept your past. You have got to accept, accept the willingness to change. Accept it. Say yes to it. I'm going to change. This is how I was in the past. This is what I went through. This is what I don't want to feel from other people, but I know it's going to come. How do you build that? You guys and be accepted I know you want to feel accepted but you have got to I don't want you to keep it in the back of your mind but I want you to keep you in mind you in mind acceptance you okay and and this is gonna be get a little x-rated here um, because I am I'm, I am talking from um, <laughs> talking from an adult standpoint this doesn't have to do with children so if you do have children right now in the room uh, you can turn this down a little bit low but success <laughs> success in your se sexual fulfillment see I kind of started there because I, I, I I'm weird, you guys, um, when it comes to speaking up about being sexual. Um, I am a Scorpio, if you did not know. Those people are very sensual and sexual and, uh, you know, that's just how we carry ourselves. We love hard and our love is our love. So, um, not really on astrology, but we're just giving a little foreground for the background to understand what I mean by uh, it's either warm or cold with me. This is my own personal experience, either warm or cold. So <laughs> other people may not be like that, but 
You have to have a, a self a self awareness of um, your emotional intelligence when it comes to your sexuality because there are people out here that enjoy sex, right? There are people whether they are married and whether they are not married. There are some people that take sex and use it as a weapon. There are some people that take sex and use it as a crutch. There are some people that do not have sexual desires at all because of situations they have been through, whether it's traumatic whether it's somebody's infidelity, whether it is, I just don't think that that is a, a correct move for me because I am practicing celibacy and I respect that you guys. And I want you to be pure and I want your mind and your thoughts to be pure. And so if you are celibate, kudos to you. I am so commending that. And if you are saving yourself, congratulations. Thank you for doing that and understanding and being responsible enough to take that into consideration. Well, hey, I'm not doing this thing right. Um, a man and a woman are supposed to be fulfilled, okay? Some people take advantage of that. And some married people do take advantage of that completely. Infidelity, like I stated, some people rape their wives. Um, some people rape their husbands. I'm not putting... A, a female to male perspective there are things in a relationship that you have got to understand you have got to have emotional intelligence to understand you may have a high sex drive that other person may not be having a high sex drive they may be going through something emotionally or traumatic that has happened to them and they necessarily are working through those issues or they haven't healed from them so you have to be emotionally intelligent to say, I get it. I understand. I'm going to be supportive of you. I'm helping you with tools here. I'm going to be supportive of you. I'm going to be supportive of your situation. But these things, address it. But these things are something that I need. Can we work towards this? Are you willing to uh, maybe give me a hug instead of being really sexual with me? Will you, will you rub my back? Give an alternative. Figure out what works for you guys. Um, and I know I'm talking about sexuality, fulfillment, but also sensuality. Sense, your senses. Sensuality, sexuality. Okay, you guys do it. You get it in. I'm being blunt. You know, just being blunt out there. Sensuality. Okay, I need to feel touch. I need to understand what that is. I need to um, establish um, some type of, if I have a barrier, okay, this is not, this is, it, talk about it. Be open. This doesn't work for me. Um, if you're no longer sexual, maybe you may be older. You may be in your 70s. You, you, you guys no longer have relations or you may be really young and you guys are, are saving yourself, you know, but being sensual. Okay, let's hug. When we go to class, we're talking about grade, grade here. I talk to my high schoolers. Let's hug when we go to class. Let's hold hands and let's walk in the mall and googly eye each other. And when you're older, you may be like, okay, well, let's just lay in bed together and put our feet together. You know, I'm just speaking you guys talk about that sensual aspect there are things that you can look up and there are books that you can look up to help you with your sexuality your sensuality but one thing I do want you guys to understand we are made to make more of us humans how do we do that 
sexual fulfillment, people. Sexual fulfillment. I did not come in this world by poof, I'm here. No, someone had to make me. My mother and father had to get together and make me. And hey, I understand that science is around now. I get it. And you can make a baby in a lab. I get it. But we're talking about the natural needs, the human needs, not technology, not <laughs> a robot. We're talking about humans. The mental aspect of humans. Miss Shoddy Breezy, say it ain't so. Yes, we're saying it ain't so. It ain't so. Okay, I'm wrapping it up here. It ain't so. I know I'm not politically correct, but this is a late night talk show on Saturdays. Say it ain't so. It is not okay to have unrealistic expectations for your love life or your life in general have emotional intelligence provide yourself with a good and a bad list and if your bad outweighs your good you need to start working on self or if you're in a relationship and your bad outweighs your good walk away it's that simple folks Say it ain't so, Miss Jody Preezy. It's that simple, folks. It is so, okay? Don't question it. Don't question the motives. Don't, don't question the intentions. And don't question your value. You know how valuable you are. We are kings and queens in this world. So believe in yourself. Provide yourself with emotional intelligence. Write your list out. Have your pen and your paper. Provide yourself with at least 15 minutes. Start with that. To get your day started, through your coffee breaks, through your walk breaks, through whatever break throughout the day or your end of the day, provide yourself with the first 15 minutes. Okay? And I say this to tell you that I know this segment became a little bit long uh, to 40 minutes, our first segment. I want to address these issues and provide you guys with a foundation with your love and your life. Um, and uh, these are things that we are working on. I am a mental health, mental health specialist. That is what I do. I cannot prescribe you medication, nor can I diagnose you. That is my disclaimer. Okay, these are only therapy sessions that I'm having with you guys to provide you with awareness and to provide you with coping skills, as well as provide you an assessment of how we can decompose and decompress love and life. Thank you so much for listening. Thank you so much for watching. My name is Miss Jody Breezy. And you can catch me on all platforms. You can catch me on my Facebook, my Instagram, my Twitter, my TikTok, and my Snapchat. Throughout the time period, I will periodically post these uh, YouTube videos in regards to mental health and to helping you as a health coach. There are many things that I do with my talent and gifts, but this is my resource that I provide back to you necessarily, not even monetary. So understand this is a gift that I have and I'm willing to help you grow as I grow and we grow 
together. Thank you so much. On the upcoming episodes will be Me Plus You Was a Love Lesson. Also, Love, Life, and Live. And our last one, which will start in July, Like You Don't Love Me? Really? (laughs) So stay tuned, you guys. My name is Miss Jody Breezy. And thank you so much for listening to Say It Ain't So, Episode 1, Emotional Intelligence. Peace, love, soul, love, and light.